0: and Shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host Josiah, aka Mauler67, and with me, as always, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother, my brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing
1: pretty good, how's everyone listening on podcast and Twitch? Happy <laughs>
0: Halloween! Happy Halloween! It is the yeah. spooky time of the year, mm-hmm. and we had a good old time. Austin, how was mm-hmm. your day? It was good.
1: Very good. Um, had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really do too much on my birthday. Uh, I kind of just like chilled out with my dog and just watched some shows and caught up on things that I need to ca- catch up on, like tags and getting my license renewed and just all those goofy things you got to do sometimes on your birthday all All the
0: beautiful stuff yeah yeah and then
1: um this weekend i had well this week last week i actually got a surprise just i showed up to disney world Mm -hmm. and we got to be we got to hang out at disney universal had had a blast um Mm -hmm. you know and i i I hope you did
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah it was great it was great Mm -hmm. Uh, only stressful part was the amount of walking Mm -hmm. that needed to happen as well as the amount of uh, the amount of standing that also had to happen was was a little rough
1: yep Um, it's not for the weak soul like if you go to Disney World and you do it like how me and my wife do it it's like a lot of work yeah. yeah and topping that with heat like the heat index that happened, you know, it's, it's a lot.
0: (laughs) I I didn't have any issue with the weathers at all until it rained on our last day. Mm -hmm. That is when it became unbearable. Not even like the heat, just the fact that I was, because I I explained this to my friend uh, whenever we went to New Orleans for the Vampire Lord that Mm -hmm. There has never been anything in my life that kills my mood and my willingness to do anything like rain does. Mm. The second, if it's an outdoor event, it starts raining in any amount. My brain instantly goes, well, it's done. See y'all later. I'm going home. That's, (laughs) that's how my brain is. So it started raining. My brain was instantly like, well, colour losses go home. This sucks. This is the worst thing ever. Uh, I, I soldiered through as much as I could with you guys until we ended up to leave once it got later uh, in the night but we didn't get to go to the horror night which that sucks um, retroactively I wish we would have but at the same time I'm like I I know I wasn't feeling it I don't know if you were and the worst and hardest part of it was knowing that it was still inconsistently raining in and out and we don't know if they were going to do stuff or not so yeah, what can you do uh maybe next year or the year after mm-hmm. um next time i come back we'll maybe be able to do it again and actually try it for once you know
1: mm-hmm. but yeah you know and i think it also didn't really work with the schedule that we had because i had to be up mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning to mm-hmm. get ready to go to the airport that's true i forgot about that didn't work out i think what and me and sid talked about it was if we go to do this we're going to do exactly how we did with the halloween party where we didn't have anything going on the whole day, yeah. <laughs> we just went to that party uh because it it drained me. Like it, it, that rain also drained me really hard. I think if it didn't rain, I would have been okay a little bit. And I yeah, would have been. That, but... that was
0: like I said, like up to that point, my brain was like, "All right, let's go around and explore." Mm-hmm. Like my feet hurt, my back wasn't hurting as bad, mm-hmm. um, but I was like at the point where I'm like, I want to sit more to like mm. keep my feet good cause poof, they were bad. Um, but I was, mm. I was wanting to soldier through. I wanted to continue to do stuff, but when it rained, that's when my brain went, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out. Uh,
1: but some of the upside of that trip though, yeah. um, I, I talk, I've been talking to a lot of people about this and I told my father-in-law yesterday, but I think the universe there for a minute had like us in sync. Oh, yeah. And we went to Epcot and got to experience the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Mm-hmm. And one of our favorite bands growing up, because our family was, you know, our parents were
0: our fans. Da- of- our dad was the fan. Yeah. I don't think mom was as big as a fan. Because, like, growing mm-hmm. up, we had a cassette tape in my dad's car. And mm-hmm. my dad would listen to two things. AM radio or that cassette tape. Yeah. We could not get him to do other ones um which and
1: was, so yeah which was songs from the big chair by tears for fears mm-hmm. and they played everybody wants to rule the world on that roller coaster and yeah. it was like one of the best experiences
0: this, of my life I, I i loved it because like me and you both got into it and as we were getting into the line austin is like i think they're going to have music playing and i'm like i don't know because like how the story is set up in this is that it's us versus this thing not the guardians mm-hmm. and us versus this thing um and when we got into like the the machine to start going and everything the guardians come with us or whatnot mm-hmm. and when that happened i turned off i'm like awesome you may be right because i guess they're coming with us that didn't make any sense to me how that worked mm-hmm. and the second we got in there the song starts playing and me and Austin both went, Oh, <laughs> like we were loving it. And there was a point where me and you were both singing our hearts out, mm-hmm. uh, flying through the, uh, thing. Yeah, and then really what works. makes it so much better, Austin is whenever we ended up talking with your wife and with her friends, mm-hmm. we oh no, your, um, your wife's, cousin and are your friend
1: no it was just my wife's cousins they didn't okay. go they went to ebcop but they did not write guardian well no they wrote guardians yeah, yeah they, they did
0: because they were the ones who told us like that's not what we heard we heard earth wind and fire
1: yeah september and then sid wrote it uh the what was it the the Elastic. day we were at universal mm-hmm. and she got one way or another yeah. uh and i was like man that's just something that like Legitly, like, it was just like the perfect song for connection. us to get, yeah, <laughs>
0: for it is what made that the the highlight ride of that trip,
1: yeah.
0: Um, I will also say this like, the, the one thing about the Disney rides is there's a lot of fun little rides. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the enjoyment of Disneyland comes in showing people the expect because, like, I, as I was explaining to you, Austin, um, the actual. Like a lot of the rides, I'm like, I'm I'm good now. I've rode that ride. I don't feel like mm-hmm. I want to ride it again. Guardians mm-hmm. was the only ride that I was like, I want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little bit sh- uh, Spaceship Mountain, but a little less, because mm-hmm. whenever we rode it, uh, they didn't have the lights on, and oh, so it was Space just Mountain. pure dark. Yeah, Spaceship so Mountain. So
1: I actually found out about that because like the only time I've ever rode it was at that at the the Halloween party. And come to find out that that's why they shut off all the lights. And because other times, Sid was like, oh, no, no, no. They have, like, stars and stuff. Yeah. Uh,
0: That's why... That's how I thought it was. was And it was just pure dark with only single red lights in different areas Mm -hmm. to tell you when you were dropping or not. Yeah. And I'm like, this this isn't fun to me. Like, I don't... Mm -hmm. Like, I get it. It's in the dark. I'm getting thrown away. Ooh, that's cool, I guess. My brain, I'm like going through space that's Mm. cool like when we did guardians it felt like we were going through space because all that stuff Mm. and then they had like the enemies flying around and all that stuff like that was all cool it was cool at one point i think we actually like flew next to someone and it was like us with them and they were hovering with us and it's like yo this is sweet but then space space mountain it was just pure darkness just flying around Mm. and i'm like eh I could have got that time. same same throw from riding any of those roller coasters and just closing my eyes.
1: Well, you know, maybe next time, like, we'll go and we won't go to the Halloween Party one. Maybe you'll like it better. Um, in my opinion, I'm not really a fan of Space Mountain. I never have been. Um, it has hurt
0: my back twice. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I had no issue with it. I just wish I could have seen something during it. Yeah. And whenever I, I was under an impression, there would be stars in there. Mm-hmm. And when there was no stars, I'm like, I feel like I got gypped.
1: I was robbed.
0: <laughs> I was robbed. Also, Mama yeah. Burkhart, our mom, just commented that it was her tape.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it was hers, and there's a funny story to it. Uh, so I didn't know that. I thought it was always dad's. But what mm-hmm. can you do? Austin. We could sit here we could talk about disney we could talk about everything that's worked yep. uh for a long time austin but you know we're going to die someday if we do this and we don't have enough time in our life so austin stories, we need to talk stories stories are
1: the best part of life
0: <laughs> which okay i don't i don't agree with that but yeah sure why not <laughs> austin we're talking about midnight club this mm. week austin what'd you think of midnight club
1: so, another Mike Flanagan series. Mike we Flanagan. Touched, you know, <clears throat> the first Mike Flanagan we talked about last time was the first time you watched a Mike Flanagan show was Midnight Mass. Mm-hmm. And then I made you watch ha- Haunting Hill House last week. Yep. And then this is his newest addition to Netflix. And, uh, yeah, you can tell that he likes a lot of his actors. Um, yeah, it is Constantly, there is so many people from the, both shows, actually. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'd have to say this is a unique taste for people. I don't see a lot of people liking it compared to Midnight Mass. Yeah. Um, But I also am kind of excited for the future of this show because I think that we're going to we have to get a season two or something.
0: So here's the thing. That's how it ended. Just to interject to you right there. I agree with you 100%. When I was watching this and whenever I finished it I'm like I liked it. But I put Midnight Mass way above this one, and I put Haunting on Hill House above this one. And it's not yeah. because of like acting or anything of that sort. It was actually because of I felt like it was unfinished. Yeah. And so I looked up Midnight Club season two or like Midnight Club like a sequel, and it has been confirmed that there is this is season one of Midnight Club. Yeah and it makes so much more sense and i think it's more understandable because i don't know about you austin i felt like this show was slower than a lot of his other things like normally there's a midway point in all of our like showings of flanagan to where Mm. it kind of ramps up and things starts getting revealed i feel like we only got that until the end of this season or a series
1: yeah it was more of like it wasn't like how mike usually does stuff and it's based off of the book supposedly
0: yes that, that's another thing
1: um, I, I, I saw that in the, like the credits uh,
0: mm-hmm. so i might
1: have to look up the book but it, it kind of reminded me of are are you afraid of the dark
0: oh 100 um, yeah and,
1: and the, but the difference is is there's no overarching storyline in are you afraid of the dark really um you know and this is like a mix between trying to do an arc and then trying to tell these fun stories which you know some stories i felt like they felt flat Uh, i didn't enjoy them as much as some other stories but uh overall this show's fun i enjoyed it i enjoyed the watch um i also you know i kind of called some things out uh because i felt the way how shows were going how it was going towards the end i kind of called it out i was like oh maybe it's because of this and this person's actually this and, um, you know, so I I, I kind of knew things were going to happen a certain time, but I don't feel like we got enough of the characters that I wanted, like for the story, because there's a lot of things that are very open ended at this end and I'm like, yeah, they have to have a season. Two. So since they confirm now, like you look that up and it says season two, am I'm, I'm actually pretty happy to see what the future holds with this
0: because,
1: mm-hmm. you know, I have a lot of questions.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, so what's funny about me right with watching Mm -hmm. it, definitely a um are you afraid of the dart um that that kind of showing like an anthology Mm -hmm. kind of show um i quickly caught on early on that each of these stories that they're telling are just either their back their backstory Mm -hmm. with some like embellishments or them like coping with issues or problems that they're dealing with in their life by making up these stories. Like Anya's story was clearly her backstory with some embellishment. Like with her and Rhett and her breaking her legs and her, or, or her getting her leg cut off and all that stuff and doing all the drugs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then like other characters are kind of like also doing that too with um what's her face? The main girl Il- Ilanka. Mm-hmm. Uh Doing her story about like wanting to date the one guy, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend, her uh, girlfriend is like her her friend or whoever gets killed by him and all that stuff. And so, ooh, mm-hmm. th- there's a lot of that stuff that I'm like. I definitely think a lot of these stories are embellishing their backstory or their mm-hmm. knowledge of some degree. Um. Which is, is fine, it's great. I think it was also highly predictable, the one like twist they try to do in the show. Yeah. um, yeah. But I also felt like that was like a episode two and twist. And that yeah. happens at the end of the season. And so my yeah. brain's like, it had to be more seasons than just this one.
1: Yeah. For that reason. It's, it's gotta add up. And I think I know where they're gonna go with season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be the perfect formula for this uh because how they left everything off. I kinda have like a prediction and like we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um but like I feel that the show is it's good. I, I enjoyed the stories that were told. Uh some of them were very blatant that you could tell that they like were talking about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially the episode with uh the one girl that drives the car. And oh yeah she picks up the two hitchhikers like Ooh, constantly well, I knew that
0: that that for sure but that was also her only sharing that story with her, uh, I'm going her to call boyfriend. him boyfriend at that time. Yeah, yeah. Technically he wasn't her boyfriend yet, but I'm calling it yeah. at that point. Um, and so there, there's all that stuff, but what, you know, outside of the stories itself, awesome. what do you think about the story that's being presented in the like actual character world or whatnot? Mm. Like, all, all the stuff with uh, from each of the different uh, members to the cult-based stuff, the ghostly mm. stuff. What do you think about all that stuff and what you think they're, they were, like, intending with it?
1: So, uh, I kind of called this, like, right when I first saw this person enter the screen. I was mm. like, this person's crazy. You're <laughs> not going to convince me. Like, this person is not nuts. And that's mm. the girl that played um, Julia. The, yeah, Julia. The, you know, she played in Midnight Mass. She did a phenomenal job she in
0: played Mass. in all three of Flanagan's yep. shows.
1: Yeah, and she did a phenomenal job as a right hand man, uh, for a, you know, Midnight Mass. So when she showed up on the screen, I was like, She's nuts. She's crazy. This is why is she living off this land? There's a reason why. She's been banished or something from that house because she's not having friends. Like she's not friend you know, no one knew about that place and, and for you know until like Ivanka found her you know taking water from the stream so like I kind of knew that like she had something going on that was bigger Mm -hmm. uh, than that but I will say this uh, this show did one thing very correct and I felt it after I watched this show and -hmm. that is accepting things sometimes when they're in the like the darkest times that can be beautiful. And that is accepting that, you know, fate might deal you cards that are awful. Like these kids are, you know, like out of high school and they're like 22, 23, you know, 21, 19. I forget what who the oldest one was. They had to be 21 cause they were drinking. But um, I just felt that like, you know, I could never wrap my head around like, you know, becoming 21 and then getting a diagnosis for terminal cancer you know and these kids making the best of it at this this hospice because hospice is meant for people that are dying and i've dealt with hospice most of my career because i've dealt with individuals that have died you know they've been on the last legs of their life but it's a beautiful story to tell because people are positive even even in the darkest times um, and that's why I really enjoyed the theme of the show, where it was kind of like, you know, them getting to know each other, even though they don't have a lot of time left. And, and the effects that it has on like your friends and family, um, is a, is a huge thing. Now <laughs> I'm going to talk about this for a minute, but the cult thing, um, I kind of called that a little bit when, uh, they first showed the basement um i just knew it and i was like oh this is a cult like it's someone you know if they're if they're part of this whole goddess thing and they're trying to like cure someone it's a cult thing you know and i'm okay with that like it's nothing you know groundbreaking you know it wasn't anything that like you know midnight mass was different because you know you you didn't know what to expect you know these people were having miracles for a long time and then like then it started getting a little bit darker, and then they start killing each other, and you're like, "Whoa!" Um, but this show was kind of blatant about. It. They were like, "Yep, these are cultists." Like they did, you know, things. <laughs> but
0: I think what's interesting about the cult of the is mm-hmm. that they they're not like a present thing. They're they're all past. It's all past tense. It's even farther past than the actual like Midnight Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, um, with like midnight mass so they weren't a cult they were Christians and Christians who were worshiping a false idol of like a monster Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it, it pointed to the combination of like hey you know Christianity if you remove the things that we deem as okay in society and just look at like core functionality it's also easily can be seen as a cult yeah and, and that's what they went with with this the whole cult like mentality they, they seem less like a cult and more of like a gathering of um, like uh, I mean technically I guess you can call it a cult. yeah this is it's a cult, <laughs> but it's not like extreme until it happens it's extreme and then that's that's just um so who knows i i think they did the whole cult thing pretty fine because it, it's not like the cult's present it's ex-members of the cult um still being alive and present so i don't know what would you what'd you call about the cult just the fact that there would be a cult or the fact of what they did uh
1: it was like straight up, like when they first saw the basement, I knew there was like cult symbols. I was like, okay. yep, this is a, we're dealing with a cult in a way of, or like some type of thing. And then they started talking about the books and then she told her about the books and that's when it clicked again. I was like, yep, she's nuts. She knows something like is going on. I'm like, she knows something about that house. And so I kind of knew that, you know, the villain that was there the whole time was like there, you know, <laughs> cause she was like helping them uh, to do the ritual. Um, but, um, I can't, there's a lot of things that I can't explain, you know, like the, the seeing the old man and the old woman, Okay. You know, like, so
0: that's what we need to talk about. Yeah. Cause we can be over here. We can talk about each individual story. We can talk about our favorite stories.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to talk about the functionality of such things. Austin, mm-hmm. first and foremost, do you believe there's magic going on or ghosts or anything like that going on in the show?
1: So can I talk about the theory that I have about those two ghosts? A
0: hundred percent. Feel okay. free so... to talk it out. Okay. And tell me if there is magic at work, a cult mm. or not. Um, if there are ghosts and if there are, what way or not. And what you're led to believe by the end of this. Like, I, I want to know your thoughts on this. And I have my own thoughts as well, but I think this would be very uh, interesting conversation.
1: So uh, this actually, I think this theory that I have is going to lead up to what season two is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you guys want to hear that spoiler, uh, if I get it right. But what I think season two is going to be is actually not these kids. It's going to be a prequel it's going to be the people before them, like the people that did the ritual for uh, Julia. And the two people that we're seeing are the two people that got sacrificed uh, in that that corridor because they're both only showing up, except for one time, they're both in that corridor in the basement. And I think it's because they're trapped and some way they have to free them. Because I think that maybe Julia, since she's been successful already, I think that she's done it twice. And she's done it one time on her and then one time on the doctor. uh, Because they were friends because they know each other. And I think that maybe they sacrificed two people to do that. And I could be wrong. uh, And I think that they might have been not... Not patients there. And because they're old... I think it's actually staff. Like, they're they using, like, the staff at the house, and they killed two staff members. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my theory on it. I feel that, like, those two are trying to um, protect them. But I also have an, I have this other small theory where I believe that those other two are actually past lives of new people in the house. Uh, because Spence, like, ends himself down in that like in that, uh, in that like place, all the time when he's like sleepwalking, mm-hmm. and the other ghost only is seen by those two people. So I think that maybe they have a tie with each other somehow, where it's only those two seeing each other, and they could be distant cousins or like you know something like that. Uh, I do have a, th- I, you know, I, I think that the doctor is actually you know it, it, she could be a patient that was healed, or she's part of she's one of the goddesses. Uh, because at the beginning of the last episode, we see Julia going to, I I believe that's a goddess when she shows up. So I believe that the doctor might be a goddess and is leading kids to this and was helping people heal themselves. But she was, uh, no, it's not her. That's a goddess. I think it's her daughter, Athena. Or whatever, she said that her daughter betrayed her. And I think maybe that was her daughter that is protecting that house. That's why she's a doctor there. Um, And a patient. Well, she was a patient at one time. But yeah, that's my theory on that. Like, I I feel that maybe season two is not with these kids. It's going to be with a prequel about how, you know, the Midnight Club became to be and like... um, you know how Julia healed herself much because we don't really get to see that we just see that she healed herself. Um, but yeah, that's what I, I think.
0: All right. Awesome. I'm going to confirm and debunk some of your stuff you said, because we've already gotten some information in the show mm-hmm. that proves and disproves one mm-hmm. Dr. Staten is Athena. It, that's their code name that they gave her. She oh, was okay. the daughter who betrayed because at the end of the series, when she has her wig off, she has the hourglass on the back of her neck, which yeah. Athena does whenever you see her studying in the book, uh, in the library, uh, which earlier,
1: which, which a little Easter egg, which is cool for people that are fans of horror. Uh, that is Nancy Thompson from Friday Thirteen. I mean uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, she is the the girl that uh, is the original girl from Friday Thirteen. I mean oh. Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: All right, that sounds good. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, the old lady and the old man have already been confirmed to not be staffed. They are actually the people who built the house. Oh, oh that's in, the, right, in the back, you, you see her in the picture of those two yeah. in the, uh, thing where they're brought up. Um, I believe you will have credence on the whole idea of them being like reincarnation uh incarnations of some degree i think Mm. that's what it's going with in it because the my reasons for this and i i will will connect to this is not so much of confirmation but a theory crafting of it is the whole functionality of the woman and the man you know ilanka saw the woman all the time and apparently um Spence. Spencer Spence, Spence mm. saw the man all the time. Mm. And there was two things. We would always see the woman, and then it was whoosh, Spence each time. So I mm. think Spence is a reincarnation of this woman in some form of man. Or connected. No, of the woman. Because here's the thing. Do you remember the first time we see the man? It's when mm. Ilanka is looking at herself in the mirror after she coughed up blood. Mm. And then we see him again, whenever the woman like runs after her and she locks herself in the bathroom, she turns around and looks mm. in the mirror and it's her looking in the mirror again, seeing the old man. I think oh, it's right. just a I gender swap yeah. type deal thing where it's like their reincarnation. And I think they are lovers. I, I think the, the mm. I didn't pause to read the manuscript of the uh, couple but I believe they are husband and wife. Mm. And uh, that's why they keep reconnecting with each other after being death. So there is an afterlife, but it's not the afterlife that they think. It's not a your a ghost or you're this. It's more of you're reincarnated. Now, whether or not the old man and the old lady does something evil to make it a thing that they reincarnate, or if it's a other thing, that's we have yet to find out but there is one other thing i want to point out here yeah Do you remember what spence's story was through the whole season His one story it's the story oh, of the killer oh, it's
1: the story of the killer yeah
0: yeah and how does he kill people in the the, the story with it's a the hammer yeah. what happens at like, the end whenever they kill uh the mom her spirit transfers into him and then he goes ah a fresh young body mm-hmm. and she has to disable him and like we said before I feel like each of these stories are meant to like kind of give you a little bit of their backstories and there's only two characters who had continuous stories through the whole story and it was Spence and Alanka and Alanka also dealt with what Aunt magic and this idea of transferring and like traveling down um like family lines essentially and reincarnation and so i think what we're going to find is that they are the reincarnation of the two old people and that that's what they will may dive into more in season two or it may be longer i don't know how many seasons this show is gonna have um Mm -hmm. at least two maybe more
1: Well, this will be the first time that Mike Flanagan's done like a sequel to a shows. They're not limited edition shows.
0: That's that's the biggest thing that I had. Once I found that out, I'm like, okay, everything's making a little more sense. Mm. Until I found that out, my brain was like, this is like a B3 out of like third out of three, like Mm. third place of all of his other stuff. Mm -hmm. But now since I know there's going to be more seasons, I have to hold off on the rating of him because as I said before a lot of his shows take off midway through and then it starts connecting the dots on things and explaining the stuff if there's only gonna be two seasons then that means season two is gonna be the cut up point where everything will start making sense things will start connecting and we'll start seeing more three if there's three then it's gonna be mid season two and that that's all we have to do we have to just wait it is my mm-hmm. thing, but because of that we can start guessing what's going to happen next season and so on and so forth yeah Yeah. um i think what we're going to find out is that the older people were either the progenitors of the cult the original cult of athena or the cult of the five sisters Mm -hmm. or we're going to find out that the old woman is one of the like harbingers of the three sisters or five sisters and she was the original one that got all the cult-based stuff done to her not the not the one who lived and taught julia what she knew but rather um like beforehand instead of this idea of you will you'll be healed it's more of like your your body will never die and you're like a like a time turner your time turn will just get flipped when you die you get reincarnated as something else (laughs) and i think that's what we're going to see and we're going to keep doing it and i'm not i'm not going to be surprised if we see next season that spence and um what's her face ilanka has been here before in another form of reincarnated bodies mm-hmm. of before but they only see the original old and man because they were the original they are the official resetters mm-hmm. outside of the house Do you think there's actual, do you believe, do you think there's actual magic being done in the show or like witchcraft of whatever? Uh,
1: yes, I do. But what what makes you say this? uh, So the only reason I say that is because of, um, just some of the ghost appearing, uh, Mm -hmm. and just some of the other stuff, I believe that's the magic stuff. Um, I don't see like a very strong evidence that there's magic really yeah um, I do see that there might be something at play uh, the biggest thing that I think that might be at play too is and they show it in like episode one is the witchcraft that they kind of lead to like witchcraft because Ivanka um, like kind of pushes her bend and sees a pentagram
0: oh yeah um, you, you know what floor. did you did you hear why that was there
1: i think her like roommate like her original roommate was yeah the the, the one before her.
0: him was afraid of the dark shadow thing that was mm-hmm. killing like they saw whenever they would die yeah and it, she was putting there to try and protect her because fun fact the pentagram the circular well no not the pentagram that there's a there's a terminology for that where it's like a pentagram in a circle that's a protection spell i i was explained this by a uh um I, I i i think she just calls herself a witch i there's terminology that i'm very unfamiliar with people who like practice such things mm-hmm. and she's like yes that is a protectionary thing it is not a like satan something thing, like a lot of people misunderstand um this is a thing to protect you from other like worldly things coming at you so what she had under the bed was the protection uh symbol mm-hmm not some satanic thing um which i found very interesting uh and funny that they they have that here's the thing Austin. what i enjoy a lot about the end of this season is that it leaves you debating if there's actually stuff going on Mm -hmm. because the doctor woman tells her like it's all chance there's no magic you're not cast anything it's just luck and just because this one girl gets lucky and then she comes in and tries to kill a bunch of other people in hopes that um it will save her again because she probably got sick again it's not gonna work because she got lucky one time that's not how the world works mm-hmm. and then it's like okay what about the other signs or whatnot you know what about the air con? and then the one girl i forget her name spoke up and says that was me I'm the, the girl one. from in that mask yeah i'm the one who spoke in the thing because i i thought he like he needed some type of pick me up um and then it's like well what about uh what was the other there was another there was another quote unquote sign that they threw away as not being real but It's like a lot of that stuff where it's like all that stuff was just done by someone else so it makes you question like is there anything magical or spiritual happening here at all or is it just people really come to die and what they're doing is they are seeing like the angel death or Whatever come to them There is one thing to show creepiness to That there is an afterlife or something on the other side though and we see it at the end and that is the uh, doll, or the trophy, of Anya's. You, you know what I'm talking about? Not really. Okay, so when oh, Anya, the, the
1: ballerina. The
0: ballerina, yeah. Her leg was broken on it. And she's like, it's stupid that it broke the same leg that I lost, type deal thing. And you see it. And then at the end, when she's talking with Rhett, Rhett pulls out the trophy and starts to, like amazing at it because it's it's fixed and he's like it's not even like it's ever broken it's just here she must have bought a new it's not a new one but she must have got repaired and like expertly done or whatever and then when Yelanka sees that she starts crying and bawling because that is anya's sign that there's an afterlife because that is it, like Anya said, like, if there was going to be a sign, it was going to be a undisputable sign. Not something like saying your name or something dumb like that. And I don't know about you, but a trophy being completely perfectly fixed, where there's only one in existence. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty on point. Especially since we saw right before she died that it was broken. So, yeah. So there, there, there's some grievance to it that there is like an afterlife of some sort but a lot of this story is about um, like death grievances and, and learning to accept it in some way we, we do also see that basically through most of the show Ilanka who we think is accepting her death is not she had no intention of accepting her death she came there with the full intention of being cured cured yeah and it wasn't until after it got kind of crushed on her that no it's not her being cured it's not these other people being cured um that she finally started making amends with this idea that she's going to die and she's not going to be
1: yeah acceptance like that was one of the things that like i saw as the theme is accepting you know the reality of Mm -hmm. you know the actions uh that's going on in your life you know, responsibility that hey, I'm dying. Um, you know, it's it's a thing. It's something I can't like get out of. But even though mm-hmm. I'm trying really hard, um, but yeah, I I feel yeah, oh, man. It, it, I like the show. <laughs> it, it was it was a
0: good show. Like I I enjoyed mm. it. I liked it also how like during when they talked to natsuki or whatever her name is i don't know her name i I forget her name when she like the the whole suicide girlfriend oh yeah 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 yeah. about the suicide thing like whenever she picks up the two hitchhikers i obviously put the two connection of this idea of like Hmm. bad good type deal thing but they're both kind of like rough and then whenever they became her i'm like yeah okay we get we get the symbolism
1: that's kind of the same thing that i felt with um was it uh, kevin is actually the the boy that she falls in love with okay uh, who's spence? spence spence is the guy with hiv
0: oh okay um, okay Yep. so
1: he has that whole storyline that's kind of terminator ish mm-hmm. um which is a symbol of like he's not comfortable in his own skin yeah um kind of deal because of his mom uh being it, this it, complete it's not even that,
0: just that it's also yeah. this idea that he he is the way he is because of how he was made not because of what he chose yep and that was also a very big important thing in his storyline even with his mom and everything Um, the one doctor also told him like look you you are what you were born like you didn't become this you didn't make yourself this you are how you are don't let other people tell you differently and then also the whole functionality of like him with the um, activists they're like we're true we aren't living in the world we want and we probably never will be but we can work to make it a world that we would wish to live in Mm -hmm. and then that's like the also story of his, his thing is he knows that he will die and he's not going to live in it but he's able to do what he can to make the world a better place for the betterment and I I, I like that story. it was also funny like uh, all the stories you can tell like the origination of some degree um, also I found out that a lot of these stories are based off of books by someone and I don't know who they are. I just heard that like all of them are and stories. movies yeah there's a books lot and of them. movies
1: yeah because like uh, the the whole Terminator analogy was real like there's a lot of shots from that episode. That is Terminator shots.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They definitely yeah, were trying so like, like, the whole going back in time to kill the Terminator, yeah. 100% is what they were, they were doing there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, the, the the same thing is, is knowing that, I wonder what other stories that they will tell or what type of stories they will tell in the next yeah. season or if there will be stories in the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but that will that, be interesting to, to look and see. If they like do any of that stuff. Um, I I do think there is magic as well. Personally, I like the idea that they try to convince you that there is no magic and then leave you on this off beat of mm-hmm. there's an afterlife. And they don't explain the old woman and the old man. And I'm like, that has to be explained. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that like that'll be fun. Uh, I, I also think the, the dark shadow thing they, they made a joke about it at one point where they talked about Dr. Staten being a like witch of some sort who feeds off of the lives of other kids. And that whole f- like idea is uh, the the one girl says that like her family used to say stories of it. You know what I actually remind me of? Do you know hmm. any, Do you know Doctor Who? Uh, Not really. <laughs> okay, you don't know anything about... The, okay. So there's really enemies right. in Doctor Who called the Weeping Angels, who mm-hmm. are these statues where when you look at them, they'll hide their face, but when you're not looking or when you're looking away from them, they will move and try to get you. And if they get you, what they do will send you back in time somewhere, and then they will feed off of your life of what it would have been. Like it essentially feeds off of your life force of where you would or supposed to be. Oh okay. um, that's basically what they kinda explain here, where it's like all of us are dead. We had technically our whole lives in front of us, but because it's getting cut short, we're losing out on all that life we are supposed to have. And they make a joke early on, like, what's if it's this? Nope. Ha ha ha. And my brain's like, what if like that's them like nodding to like what's actually going to be the truth of it, and then like to some degree, but it's not actually Staten, but it's actually someone else. And it would be funny if it was Ilanka and uh, Kevin or whatever the dude's name.
1: Yeah. Kevin. Um.
0: Because anytime, because the reason why I think this is anytime someone dies, you see the dark shadow thing appear and Mm -hmm. anya's like i've been she's been seeing it uh the one girl was seeing it beforehand too all the other kids have been seeing it as their time gets closer and my brain's like what if that is exactly what's going on these things are feeding off the deaths of these individuals and that that was the whole intention of the house was for that yeah don't know we'll have to wait to see it But it's fun to sit here and talk about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of cool, like, open-ended stuff with the show that, like, you know, it's up for interpretation. I think that's what makes it very interesting Mm -hmm. Um, for me. I I love to see uh, shows like this that just don't answer a lot. It kind of reminds me of, I remember watching, which is a big movie, Kill Bill, Volume 1. Like, Kill Bill, Volume uh, 1, they explain it as, and Tarantino said, the first movie is like the questions and then the second movie is the answers and i i never realized that until i got older and i started re-watching i was like wow yeah there's a lot of things that i had questions about but i watched them back to back so like it didn't mm. really like matter at the time but when it did come out it was like you know m- you know months maybe a year before the other one came out so this show being this way Oh my gosh, killed me. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sorry guys. This show being this way is one of the reasons that I've very I, I'm very happy about it and I'm ready to see what season two is going to bring. And I'm you know, I'm I'm here for the, the stories. Like the stories that did uh, that were told, you know, I, I enjoyed most of them. The only one I didn't enjoy was a mesh story i just did not like that whole storyline
0: what with the the whole Uh, game
1: developing you didn't like that i like that uh, i like that a lot the the reason
0: why i liked it is because of the actual like story it was explaining because like when they introduced him and then his wife my brain instantly went like i could see her being the girl from the future or something like that Mm -hmm. mm-hmm And then like that's what they kind of did, and then you find out like at the end it's like, how, wait, what's this whole like these light, these lights coming in or whatever? Yeah. And he's like, that's the whatever this Deus Ex Machina thing is stupid. Like you should get rid of it. Don't have this <laughs> in the game. And then it turns out like that's the actual future, but it's not him who sees the future. It is, um, his wife. His his no like his the friend? her the guy who uh comes back in the, the past and kills him that that is her boyfriend or her husband yeah,
1: the, the president the president
0: yeah. yeah and basically what happens they're all in the space station everything's destroyed and he starts going insane and starts like attacking them and becoming irrational and that's when the 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 spirits come in the past to send him but the thing yeah. is is that the main character guy is not part of them. Like he died way before the nukes were even done, mm-hmm. and so the one guy was like, "Why are you here? What's that story and everything?" And it's not explicitly said, I think, but the mm-hmm. understanding is is that this is the this is this guy is from the future that is saved. Like whenever you see him and his friend become, like him and the present becomes friend, and they're uh, the one wife tries to kill um herself or know her husband mm-hmm. and it ends up killing herself and disappearing he saves the future and everything's great and then he goes back in time to make sure that that future continues to happen and he knows how it ends because he was he was alive he knows he gets killed in the past and I'm like that's cool I like that story I'm fantastic with it I like it I also like it when he's like Why'd you come back in time just to program a stupid game? He's like, I didn't come back in time to program a game. I came back to program myself. And I think it worked. And it worked. Because he knows it. And I love that. I'm like, that's great. Like, I like that whole story. And I I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. The one story I didn't like was, I've been seeing it because it's in the trailer, is the, I think it's the first story that Spence tells about the girl, like right here, the girl that screams when he's oh, walking yeah, down the neighborhood because awesome you know i hate jump scares and they're yeah. stupid they're unworthy all that stuff <laughs> and then there's like 50 in the matter of 10 seconds i'm like this is stupid mm-hmm. and then the one dude i think it's uh kevin or, or whoever the boy that she likes says yeah. he's like this is stupid it's all just jump scares and it's not meant to do anything other than get cheaps like starles starles is not scary it's it's not the thing and my brain's like yeah and yet you're doing this (laughs) and then they stopped they chilled out and I was like cool that was him basically saying like this is stupid we're good and I was so worried Austin when that happened so early I'm like no is this what the show's going to be is all jump scares the whole time this sucks loud music is horrible Mm. and jumps and everything's like oh no there's a ghost there like i don't care all the other ones were done so well and then this one wasn't and then it got better it fixed itself and it was just that one story so i'll let it go i'll let it go even though i was very upset that they did that to begin with mm-hmm. but hey funny funny what can you do <laughs> but yeah all right Austin. do you have any other things uh, you want to talk about about midnight club uh uh-uh. I think I'm good. You think you're good? You think you got it? Mm -hmm. All right, man. Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. I talked a lot about all the stuff that (laughs) I felt. Um, But it was a good show. I liked it. I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that there will be another season, and I'm sure it may climb up in my enjoyments based upon what they do next season and so on and so forth. But Mike Flanagan hasn't let me down in a show that I hate Mm -hmm. or dislike. This is a show that I'm mixed on. But definitely higher grade than normal shows, mm-hmm. uh, just because I enjoy his storytelling style. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping it just gets better and not get oh, worse. Yeah. But who yeah. knows? Um, all right, Austin. Hey, Austin, mm-hmm. what are we watching next week? Uh,
1: so, we, we are watching, if you guys have been around for a while, uh, we did a podcast called Nerd Watch back in the day. And we did a podcast on Game of Thrones. Um, after if you ever listened to the last episode of that podcast, we all were very upset.
0: (laughs) You, you all were very upset. I was frustrated because I'm like, everything makes sense, Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: only if you look at it through the book. Yeah. And if you do not look at it through the books, all of it makes no freaking sense. It's a horrible show.
1: Yeah. And it it was very rushed. So, you know, and we all hated it, but. You know after learning that house of dragons was going to be a show uh kind of gave me a little bit more faith uh because i also had to explain to me, why <laughs> yeah you were like hey this is all written already like you know mark gr martin does not have to like you know write any you know it's not it's, just, it's all been revealed there's not going
0: all the key things are done and written mm-hmm. They don't have to come up with anything. The only thing they're going to come up with is the small in betweens, which aren't going to matter for the grand scheme. Or maybe we'll add extra context or better information. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. knows?
1: So, yeah, like, so we are watching season one of House of Dragons. Yes. It is on HBO Max for Mama mm-hmm. Burkhart. It's HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a 10 episode, hour long. I think hour or forty five minutes long. Forty five
0: minutes, fifty minutes, I think. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. There's, it, only there's only nine episodes. There's only nine episodes. Um Which is I thought weird there was going to be another uh episode, but no. Yeah,
1: because Game of Thrones is always usually like ten episodes, except, except for the last season Season seven and, season and eight eight were less. Was oh wait, season seven and eight were I knew that season eight was six yeah.
0: episodes. Season eight was horrifically cut. And then season seven i think was down uh one whole episode mm. i could be wrong um regardless it's out <laughs> it's fully out we're going to do it mm. we also have a backlog of other uh shows we're going to do afterwards so we'll we'll also yeah. tell you guys what we plan on doing for the next couple weeks just so mm. that way everyone knows and if you have finished one already because you've been watching it every week or whatever you can watch the other stuff uh the other shows we're going to watch is she hulk Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on the list as well as the ring of power uh amazon's uh lord of the rings show is also on that so yeah. those are the other ones that are on the list and we'll get to them every week like uh, this week is house of dragon the next week it'll probably be sheehawks i think is what we'll end up doing mm-hmm. is just take a break from fantasy mm-hmm. um or who knows you'll have to come back for next week to, kn- to know
1: yeah who knows well, we're so We'll see you all next week.
0: Yeah. So, as always, awesome. Thank you so much for joining me on Birds Mm -hmm. and Shows. It was fun talking with you. It was fun enjoying this. And thank you all so much for... Shop... Thank you all (laughs) so much for stopping by. And thank you all so much for tuning in.